Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome! The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Man, tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to Blake Corum from the Michigan Wolverines. Like, he's the man. If you watched against Alabama overtime, the run that he had, pretty much call game. If you've watched Michigan over the years, he's the heartbeat. I mean, they didn't have him last year. They needed him last year. And look at the team with him this year. Tonight, this guy steps out there. He has 20 carries, 133 yards. He broke one for 59 yards, had two touchdowns. Honorable mention goes to Donovan Edwards, who really broke the game open. But he only had six carries for 104 yards, two tuds. 46 was the long there. It was the run game right away. And that's why I was saying watching the national championship, like Pun said, you ain't even in me classa. Michigan was just in a higher weight class than Washington. And that says something about the Pac-12 versus the Big Ten. In a year where the Pac-12 is finished and will be no more, I was rooting for there to be the first Pac-12 champion in this college football playoff. And I think the first Pac-12 champion since USC. It's not going to happen tonight. Michael Penix Jr. had a rough night, physically hurt, and just missed some throws. And Washington's uh, miraculous run. Get him off the field. The game's over. I'm just I'm literally looking at them pick him off the turf now. It's under two minutes. This guy's hurt. And all they're going to talk about is, is Michael Penix Jr. injury history. He's, he's taking more hits right now for no reason. The game is over. Put the backup quarterback in for these last two minutes. Casamigo's big shot of the night goes to Blake Corum, who is the all-time leading rusher in Miss Michigan history. Call game last game, the first game of the college football playoff. And he balled tonight. He showed up tonight. I knew he meant business tonight. I thought Michael Penix's outfit was cool or whatever that he showed up with. But Blake Corum played into the whole Houston rodeo thing. He had the cowboy hat. He had his shirt tucked in to his pants with the blue jeans and a belt buckle. Howdy. Yeah. Casamigos, big shot of the night. Take Michael Penix Jr. out of the game. He looks like he keeps holding his like hand or arm. This is hard to watch. I really root for that kid. I'm done with this game. And uh, this is the last hour of my show. Shout out to everybody on Instagram Live that followed my story today 
and that's now watching my live for this little bit. I'm going to end the live because I don't want to be live for a whole hour, but um, I'm going to take the rest of my calls at 877-337-6666. We're going to close the, the night with open mic. I see somebody wants to talk Yankees. Somebody wants to talk Packers, Cowboys, Cowboys, Wink Martindale, NFL playoffs. So we're going to close this first of five KM to AMs this week, talking to the fans that call the fan. Let's do that right now with my guy, Bruce, out in Flushing. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Keith. I want to talk about the Yankees, and I want to disagree with you about Wink Martindale. But before that, you have connections to MLB Network, obviously. What's going on over there? Why is Chris Musso's show haven't been aired for the last week and a half? Um, I, I am... I am, uh, I'm going to hold back on any conversations or any thoughts about what's going on. I don't know, but I am actually, uh, going to tap in with my folks at MLB network very soon in the new year. Anyway, just to see what's going on, shake some trees between Rob Parker, Cameron Maben, who I've had on. And then obviously two seasons ago, I was on MLB network three, four times a week. Um, I, I don't know what's going on, but maybe I'll have an answer for you later in the week or next week. Oh, did Bruce just hang up? That's not like Bruce. Bruce wanted to disagree with me about Wink Martindale. And Bruce is an older baseball fan that usually has a thought or take about the Yankees and or Mets. Bruce, call back before the show is over. Let's go to Mario. Long Beach, consistent caller on my show. You're part of my show. Thank you, you, Mario. Thank you. You know, the other day I just missed you. You were just signing off, and I didn't even get the question. I don't know if you remember. It was like a couple of days ago. But anyway, you know what's very interesting? If you look at the MVP odds, do you know how much money you have to bet to win $100 if you want to bet on Lamar Jackson? Probably, like, he's got to be in a negative, like, he's got to be, like, negative, I don't know, $400 to win 100 8000 8000 to win 100 Wow, yeah. So he must be, and guess the second up. guy is Zach Prescott, plus 1600 So for Zach, you bet 100 to win 1600 So this that means this is over. It's over. There's Lamar no Jackson's going to win. Um, There's no shot. And you know what, really, I know we were talking about earlier about MVP, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, I saw Skip and Bayless, and, and uh, he's got a new crew now on, and Richard Sherman kept on fighting against Lamar MVP, said the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. But really, the MVP is the best player on the best team yep. that produces the most for that team to win. Yep. Now, now I think Richard Sherman might be, even though he's a pro player, he might be a little bit confused because if he's saying, say, Zach has better numbers, then they can be Offensive Player of the Year. They have that award, too. It's a different award. Yeah, Offensive Player of the Year should be Christian McCaffrey or CeeDee Lamb. The MVP has been a quarterback award, and it has been given, like you said, to the best player on the best team, specifically the quarterback on the best team. Uh, The Ravens are by far the best team. Uh, Their record doesn't even do them justice because some of those games that they lost, they should have won. Even the game um, this past, you know, if if Lamar is playing against the Steelers, they probably win that game in the rain. Lamar already has an MVP trophy. He's about to add another one. I know people are mad about it, but don't sleep on Lamar in the playoffs. I would love to see him make a run through the playoffs to shut his critics up, and maybe he'll be Super Bowl MVP. You know, one last thing, and then I'll let you go. It's really interesting. If he becomes Super Bowl MVP, and this... This uh, potentially this MVP could be unanimous again. He'll have two of them. Nobody, I don't think anybody ever had two unanimous MVPs. And not so a, not at his that, age, not not as young as he is. He's 27 years old. He actually just turned 27 yesterday. He will be the youngest um, 
uh, two-time MVP. In, yeah, in but history. think about it. At 27, then he'll have two MVPs. And a Super Bowl he, this year a and Super a Super Bowl, Bowl MVP. Uh, a Super Bowl MVP, right? Yeah. And also a 56-19 and 19 record. That's like the second yep. best of all time, 75% yep. winning percentage. He might be rated in the top 10 all quarterbacks of all time at 27 years old already. If he can do all that, sure. Twenty-seven. Sure. The su- I mean, he he promised the Super Bowl the night they drafted him. He's one of my favorite players. My son Jackson. The first football jersey I put on him was a number eight that said Jackson on a back Lamar Jackson jersey. Like I, I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. When there was a thought that the Jets might be able to get him last year, I was I was pushing that. I, I really do. Even even against my own Dallas Cowboys, maybe not so much. If it's Ravens Cowboys, I'm rooting Cowboys. But like I I want to see the Ravens win it this year. I just love what they did with that team. You're watching Jim Harbaugh win the national championship with his brother in attendance. How great would it be for Jim to ride off into the sunset, go back into the NFL, and uh, watch his brother uh, win another Super Bowl? Yeah, and one last quick thing, and then I'll let you go. Is it really makes me pisses me off when I hear the analysts talk about his record in the playoffs? It was a different team. They had no receivers. He was a different quarterback. The offensive coordinator was geared towards the run. You can't yeah. look at that one and three record and and and. and he didn't lose those and, games on his own, but that's how yeah. that's how they 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 look to tear you down. That's how. Listen, they, thanks for taking my call. You're doing a great job. I'll, thank, I'll continue to be a daily caller. Appreciate you. Thank you, Mario. Thank you for getting in there before we uh, run out of time. Eight seven seven three three seven. 6666, let's pick up the pace before we're done. My guy Lewis is out in Brooklyn. What's up, Lewis? How you hey, been? Hey, I haven't spoken to you in a while. Whoa. Yeah, I'm here. I got I got a lot of I got a lot of open air time this week, so get ready. <laughs> Listen, you gotta give Dak the MVP, and I'll tell you why. Because he had so many interceptions last year and he said he's gonna cut down. It all depends how he does in the playoffs, but, you know. No, because that award pretty much is a regular season award. Um, okay. It, it's going to go to Lamar Jackson, and that's fine. They, they, are, they have the best record. They're the number one seed. They dominated playoff teams this year. Dak. But who, who turns it around more than anyone? Well, turning Dak it around is for, like, comeback player of the year. What I'll say is Dak had the opportunity – but they went and lost to the Dolphins. And before that, they lost to the Bills. And they lost to the stupid Cardinals this year. If the Cowboys yeah. had a better record and they didn't get absolutely smoked by the Niners earlier in the year, and if they were the number one seed in the NFC East, there would be a real conversation for Dak Prescott. But they look to tear you down. The same way Mario was talking about how they talk about Lamar Jackson's record. They talk about who has Dak Prescott beat? What has he done in the, t- in the games against good teams? Is he going to do it in the playoffs? <clears throat> the Cowboys are frauds. They're going to be one and done. Well, Just wait for them to lose in the playoffs. So let's see if Dak can get it done. He he said but, last night or two nights ago, uh, I want something bigger than this. Um, or last yeah. night, Sunday night, he, he said the, the NFC Championship, that's cool. I'm not even putting on the hat. He wants to win a Super Bowl. So go win the Super Bowl and be Super Bowl MVP. Well, I'm worried about San Francisco, but, you know. I want them. Team. Third time's tough, man. And, like, we played them this year in – Santa Clara, like I, I want, I want that, and somebody else might handle our light work for us, you know, or our heavy lifting for us. But I want it. You to to be the best, you gotta beat the best. And I don't, I don't, I don't want it to be like, oh, uh, and I don't even know how it's lining up. But like, let's say the Rams beat the Lions, and then the Lions somehow beat the Niners, and then it's Cowboys, Lions, and Jerry World, and people, oh well, if they would have faced the Niners, like no, give us the best, give us one versus two. Give us that 49ers-Cowboys rivalry that I, I, I grew up on. And the last two years, 
Dallas went 12 and 5, lost to the Niners at home, lost to the Niners uh, on the road. Like it, or not on the road. They, I think both games were home, but one was a wild card, and then one was uh, was the one the Cowboys were hosting the wild card. One they were the wild card, but like I, I want it. I want the smoke. I want that matchup. What do you say to Ceedee Lamb? He's been amazing this yeah, year. You say cha-ching. Here you go, Ceedee Lamb. We'll pay you as the best receiver in the league. You got it. Jerry Jones is a fool. Jerry Jones is like they. I, I give him credit. They they can draft for a bunch of guys that aren't necessarily football guys. They the Cowboys just luck into it. like Ceedee Lamb fell into their lap. Trayvon Diggs fell. In. Michael Parsons fell into their lap. They wanted a corner that year. Like, I swear the Cowboys have great luck drafting, but they are not yeah. real GMs. They don't know how to like Dak Prescott could have been signed for so much less. Ezekiel Elliott should have never had that contract. They got to figure out how to pay some of these guys. And and that means some someone's got to give somebody's gonna you know you know who they gave up that had a great year a few uh, Amari Cooper had a great year past few years he's been doing unbelievable well yeah and that was dumb they gave up a first round pick for Amari Cooper and then they traded him away for a fourth or fifth round because they did not want to pay him they couldn't couldn't pay him you know what I like I like this well I don't even know how to pronounce it Dordle Dottle Rico Dowdle. <laughs> he's good. He he's good enough because you need a running attack. I would I would prefer a more of a heavyweight running back as the counter to Tony Pollard, but whatever. Rico's got a, a little bit of giddy up to him. Here we go. Let's let's see. Well, they let's got see. a fullback. They have a good fullback. Yeah, but I mean, in this in this league, you're not uh, personnel wise. Like, how many plays are you really lining up uh, with with two running backs and and to have a fullback in there? If, if it's short yardage, if it's goal line, yeah. But for the most part, in the middle of the field. Uh, and 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 receiving the you're you're just not you're not putting on um, Hunter um what's his name Hunter Lipke out there uh most of the plays. Oh. You know, Wolf had a good year. Is his name Brooks? The other wide receiver did very well this year, I think. Brooks. Are you thinking um, of uh, no, no, Brandon, Brandon Cooks? Cooks? Not, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, are yeah. you putting together Brandon? And sorry, Cooks? sorry. Yeah, no, Brandon Cooks. His first year on the team, he came along. Uh, in the beginning, they didn't know how to use him or CD. They figured it out. He needs to be a, a deep threat in the playoffs. I like that they threw the ball to Jalen Tol- Tolbert last night. Jalen yeah. Tolbert, that's a draft pick that they expected to do something. Michael Gallup that's is getting correct. phased out. And the tight end. And the, the Jake tight end, Ferguson. Uh, they didn't pay Dalton Schultz because they knew they had Jake Ferguson. How about he's him? He's good. How about him? He's good. The Cowboys can do it. <laughs> if there's if there's been a chance out of these last three years of going 12-5, and five, here it comes. I'm and, ready for it. Oh, I'm going to leave you with this. All we need to get is that referee from the uh, Detroit Lions game. <laughs> yeah, those guys are out. Those guys are effectively out. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Lewis. That was the most bogus officiating I've ever seen. But verified and valid, like they had their reasons for it. Those guys checked in. One guy checked in. Other guy didn't. Whatever. Whatever you want to say about it. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys end up winning that game. And, man, when they I, I had the Lions. I bet the Lions to win. And I was sure there was no way in hell uh, Jonathan Gannon, uh, former defensive coordinator of the Eagles, was going to waltz in to the link with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals and beat the, the Eagles. But the Eagles are fraudulent, so they did. Steve in Sharon, Connecticut. You're on the fan. How are we doing today? Fantastic. Uh, my first five-hour KM to AM of a week with five in a row, and uh, we're almost through it. There's about 40 minutes less left. 
And keep the Cowboys train rolling. I will. Someone's got to, right? There's a bunch of Cowboys fans listening. Even though they try to poo-poo me, they try to talk down on me. Oh, you're a cowgirl? How'd you become a Cowboys fan? Oh, I get this guy off the fan in New York. He's a Dallas fan. Yeah, there's a bunch of Dallas fans. Dallas fans live on your street. Dallas fans work with you. Dallas fans are right next to you. They're, they're everywhere. This is America. It, it took me a while to come around on Dak. I mean, I was a Romo guy. It took me a while. And I'm like... Like I was never really a Romo crazy. guy. When that contract got really? signed with Romo, I remember being I was young and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna be like 30 by the time we get rid of Romo. <laughs> <laughs> no, the turnovers for me with Romo, and I also felt like him coming out of eastern Illinois, undrafted. I'm like, who is this guy? No, we got this is Dallas Cowboys. We gotta do better. So we go with a fourth round pick from Mississippi State. Yeah, exactly. And then and like it took me a little bit. I mean, it didn't I wasn't like, okay, Romo right away, but and then Dak really, I mean, he has the, he has something, he has like the kind of it factor. And I feel like this is the first time our defense is, although Gilmore, Gilmore being hurt hurts if he's, if he can't be 100%. I mean, like, that's, yeah, that's you, you, you lose Trayvon Diggs and Deron Bland emerges without Stephen Gilmore in the playoffs with the wide receivers that we're going to face. Like, that's a, that's tough. Uh, yeah. They, they lost Leighton Vanderesh at middle linebacker. Yeah. That's tough. Like, at the NFL, it's a war of attrition. It's survival of the healthiest. It's uh, like as you get, think about how many weeks these guys bang and mash and bang and mash. And it's who 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 has their starters healthy in the end. Yeah. I Hopefully, like, Gilmore's game isn't, like, bashing. You know, he's not a linebacker. So if his shoulder holds up, you know, he can they still They said he's going to be good to guy. go. I was reading some stuff yeah. today on Instagram that he, he said he's going to be fine. He's a veteran. And he came here for a yeah. reason, right? Like. They traded for him for yeah. a reason. He he's gonna play. He's gonna be ready to go. Yeah, and I love I mean, Lamar put up a great year. But I mean, if Dak wins the Miami game, is he still like? I mean, he could be MVP favorite now. Yeah, I just said like if if they didn't lose to Buffalo and then lose to to the, the Miami Dolphins, the narrative out there of like oh they can't beat teams over five hundred or they can't win on the, on road. the road. Yeah, you're not gonna win MVP if that's the narrative about your entire team, but you as the leader of that team. Yeah, Lamar is super important to that team, and I'm not taking anything away from Lamar and he, even um, Allen. He's important to that team, but like we don't do what we do without Dak. I mean, like really. It's, it's all about him and Mike McCarthy. They got rid of Kellen Moore, and this year it all clicked with him and Mike McCarthy and that offense, and Dak looks great uh, this year yeah. at quarterback. And, I mean, I've always thought he was great. I, I, I love him as a person because of what his oh, story has and what he's overcome, but I just, man, I, I really hope he can get to the top of the mountain this year. Thanks for the call. 877-337-6666. Time is running out. Let's take a break. More of your calls right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And it takes a knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots. 17 to when New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I'm here. You know when I hear that, I... Picture myself in Yankee Stadium. That's a Yankee Stadium song. I mean, even though it's Mob Deep, Queens, that's a song that they play in Yankee Stadium before the Yankees come out, and it kind of sets the tone. And Man, I miss the stadium. I miss uh, baseball. I'm ready for it. I'm counting down the days. I'm going through the motions. Uh, college football just ended. NFL season pretty much is over here. I mean, not for me and my Dallas Cowboys, but, you know, for uh, the fan, for the most part, uh, we'll be talking NFL playoffs, but the teams are done. And I don't know, man, I just I'm ready for this baseball season to kick off. I think we're going to take baseball calls the rest of the way. Bruce called back. So let's go to Flushing and talk to Bruce on the fan again. What's up, Bruce? Yankees and um, Wink Martindale, first in the Yankees. If they're listening to all the options, supposedly the Yankees have. I don't want Dylan Cease. The guy had a four and a half ERA, and you gave up a bunch of prospects for that. Don't want it. Don't want Blake Snell. Don't trust him. Um, the, the guy who I'm zeroing in on is Jesus Lozado, and I'm going to give you a trade that I concocted. Want to get your opinion of it? Marlins need a shortstop. I read, and they want one. So you, you give up Peraza. Don't like doing that, but uh, the shortstop position is blocked, and they have second base guys to cover second baseman. Will Warren, who can step in immediately. I know the Yankees have given up pitching prospects before, but you're getting Ozado, and I went down to the minor league system to have enough guys to cover losing Warren. You you give up um, Pariah. Pereira, the center field prospect, because right now he's blocked, and uh, and he's a good high prospect. And if I have to give up a fourth prospect, I will. But those guys don't hurt the Yankees, and you get back Rosado. Your, your comment. I mean, what I'll say is this: I, I know we're all cooking up trades. I know we're all dreaming of, hey, when's this going to happen? When's it like? They they just don't make the trades that we dream of. Right, they make trades for uh, Art, uh, IKF Donaldson and, and Ben Rortvet, or they make a random trade that nobody's thinking of for you know at the deadline or whatever. And, you know, everybody was thinking about the Juan Soto trade, but I just I think everybody's dreaming of like what what player is expendable, and all I can say is you got to give to get. These other teams aren't trying to help the Yankees, um, you know, get to twenty eight, and more as more days pass. I think the Yankees' options become less and less. 
I'm less optimistic about it, and I'm kind of just waiting for the news to break of who we got. And like Kevin Smith comes across my screen today. I'm not familiar with him. I know he's a debt piece. I know it doesn't matter. But I see over overreaction to that, and I'm just like, I'm not. I don't even care to look this up. It doesn't matter. This is a this is a player that's not going to affect winning either way. And on on Martindale, I'm really surprised at your take on Martindale, and here's why. If you watch the Giants very closely, as I do, this team didn't have a lot of talent defensively. They had some, obviously, but didn't have a lot. And, yes, the defense had some bad days, obviously, but for the most part, the defense was there, they they shut down teams, even though they didn't do that to Dallas, obviously, and to some other teams. But the defense made an impact on this team. They didn't, like I said, didn't have a lot of talent, so you have to blitz sometimes to cover the lack of talent, and that's Mondale's style anyway. I think the defense had an impact enough that Martindale is going to be missed. Plus, you drafted players to fit that system. If that system goes away, then you have players that may not fit the system. So I think Martindale's departure will be missed, and I think it's a mistake, your comments. Thanks for the call, Bruce. They're football players. They, they weren't playing in Wink Martindale's system in college. I'm not worried about the two years that Wink Martindale was here and the players that they drafted on defense. They'll adapt to systems. They won six games, bros. They got smoked. He won't be missed if you win more games and don't give up 30, 40 points. He won't be missed by your head coach. Your head coach wants more control. I've got a ton of respect for Wink Martindale. He's going to be hired in a second. It won't take long for somebody to bring him in. But, like, you got to understand, it's a business, and if personalities clash and results aren't there, heads got to roll. And the excuse of we don't have the talent, they they made moves to add some talent. They add, they gave you a middle linebacker. They drafted a corner. Right? They have guys on the defensive line. I think we're just we just we're just living in in today Black Monday where the way that it played out is what shocks you, right? And you had an affinity towards Wink Martindale because of his his stern look and his mean look on the sideline and his funny things he says at the podium and it's over for that. Your head coach behind closed doors or whatever, something something didn't connect. So that that's done. That's over with. Jason in the Bronx on the fan. Go for it, Jason. Hey, what's up, Keith? How you doing, brother? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. <clears throat> much love, man. Listen, uh, first and foremost, man, much love to you for showing love to the young dudes that call up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, of course. Like, they're, yeah. I, I I admire them. I appreciate them. Uh, man, and to be honest with you, I'm 41, man. I think they got more knowledge than us at this point, man. No, so, they do. Because love, think man. about how they're coming up. We used to have for to sure, check man. newspapers <laughs> for scores of other teams. And, like, we, we didn't, like, the internet, we, we had, like, blogs and forums when I was coming up in the yeah. internet. We didn't <laughs> have, on, man. We had we didn't have cell dude. phones. <laughs> exactly. We didn't have cell phones with Wi-Fi. We couldn't watch the game in our bed as a kid. Like, if you didn't have a TV in your room and you had to go to bed, you had to go to bed and miss the game. Exactly, man. They're more educated than us at this point, man. But uh, much love to you and much love to the young fans, too. Um, so my point was, Strowman, you, do you think any of this? Yo, he's been dying to pitch for the Yankees, dude, for a long time, man. He gets salty even when they don't sign him. 
Do you think any of this has to do with the reluctance of the Yankees signing him? Has to do with his Twitter fingers, bro? Like, uh, not really. Do you think that has anything to do with it? It it has now been three years since he was on that in 2021, and like, yeah. I think that that gets omitted from business, especially when like the, the Yankees and need they the need pitching. pitching too, man. They, they can forget pitching. about that. They brought Josh Donaldson in, and Josh Donaldson wasn't tweeting. Josh Donaldson was in front of mics and cameras and called out their ace and Garrett Cole, and they said, come on down, join the team, be in the clubhouse, sit right next to Garrett Cole. Yeah, that's true. Um, and my, my other point is, if they go ahead and sign him, let's say they go ahead and do that, you think that opens the gateway? I guess my question is, would you would do you think they, they will ever sign Trevor Bauer? I doubt it, but they need pitching. They are desperate. I enjoyed the interview with Trevor Bauer here at the fan that BT and Sal had. Thanks for the call, Jason. I don't believe that the Yankees, because of the Yankees' um, prestige and class and bum, 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 like, you know, the whole, uh, hey, fans, come out to the stadium and celebrate Roger Merritt. Like, I just think that the Yankees are going to try and avoid the headache that's going to come along with Trevor Bauer. You know, even here at the fan, as soon as that interview was done, they took a couple calls where people were like, You're you guys are you guys are deflecting. You guys are you guys are you guys weren't like, it's like, come on, yo, come on. We gotta do that. Like like this guy has no criminal charge. And I'm not defending him, but like I was on the night before that and trying to tell people people called me, Oh, you're not you're giving him a you're giving him a pass. I'm not giving him a pass. I don't know him. And I also don't care or know what he does in the bedroom. I do think the Mets should sign him. He's already said I'm more familiar with the Mets. They had that go on a couple years back, and he chose the Dodgers. Somebody is going to sign him, though, in Major League Baseball. When they let him back in the league, don't be surprised if he pops up on the Astros. Oh, for, for sure. some Because he's a useful arm. Maybe he's not a top-of-the-rotation guy anymore, but he's a useful arm. And more so than an arm, he's a baseball savant. Just listening to yeah. him talk to BT oh, and Sal, he, he's he going to help your entire pitching yeah, staff. He knows everything. I don't think the Mets do it anymore, especially with them signing Manaya over the weekend. That's correct. I, They're so pretty much set with their rotation. Right, there. and listen, we can go back and forth about the One Mets rotation and the piece. Mets' plans and stuff. But, I don't. But you know, if you take a shot at him on a two-year deal maybe, and then maybe you can move him at the deadline if the Mets aren't going to be in contention and get some assets back. In theory, if it's Mets or Yankees, I think it's a better landing spot for the Mets for two reasons. Like he said, he's more familiar with the Mets from, for dealing with them, and they have the money to blow on them, whatever it is, if it's a $8 million one-year deal, whatever, for Steve Cohen. Uh, and also, they're not trying to win now. The Yankees are trying to win now. They're trying to get fans back in the stadium. They don't want to deal with the fans that are going to show up with signs to say Trevor Bauer is an abuser. Do you think the Yankees are trying to win now, though? All right, get you off know, my show, No, bro. I'm just asking. I'm I just asking. I, I understand what you're doing. You're a Mets fan. I'm not. Like, I'm not. Do you think the move? Do you think they're trying to win? Yes. <laughs> All right, you didn't answer that. No, because I could tell your tone. No, you no. Don't, you don't go and get Juan Soto if you're not trying to win right now. The Yankees know that going 82 and 80 is unacceptable, and, and they got to do a the lot. The public guy's going to help, don't worry. Zig is in Trenton on the fan. He's going to say some stuff because Paul is off my show for the rest of the night. Well, I was about <laughs> to say, Keith, I almost just ran my car off the road saying the Yanks are trying to win now. That's Every that's year crazy. the Yanks are trying to win now. <laughs> we, don't get, we don't get to hit the reset button and say, oh, yeah, well, we're not going to be competitive because we want the fans won't have it. Exactly. Well, first off, that the natty the football game tonight that i thought that game stunk that game was boring yeah it, it wasn't i thought it was gonna was be better great. yeah yeah I, I thought it was too but uh to piggyback on my man jason before me great first name by the way um 
talking about Bauer. I don't hate the idea of Bauer. I like the idea of going on like a one or two year show me deal, especially, you know, after what he's been through. I mean, the backlash, whatever. It's, it's New York. It's got to happen in a smaller market where the media, True. the media is not going to have an agenda out to get him, where the fans aren't going to be so hard pressed out to get him because it's unfortunate. Once you get canceled, once people have made their opinions on you, they don't care about the actual facts and truth. They don't care about the other side of the story, which now we've heard on WFAN, Fox News, and online. I, don't, I just don't think it's going to happen Yankees or Mets, but I'm not opposed to it as a Yankee fan. Exactly. But uh, talk a little bit about reunions. Wouldn't hate a reunion with Montgomery or Gio Urshela. Yeah, Monty's not happening. Basement. There was a report this weekend yeah. that said that, you know, he's he's trying to get back with the Rangers. And good, because you know what yeah, I say? Exactly. No more second yep. tours. No exactly. more second tours. If Monty's not saying... I want the bag and I want to return the Yankee Stadium and you guys got to pay me what I'm worth because you could have had me for much less, but I went and got – so let him. Don't – don't no, don't don't default into, oh, we need pitching, so let's bring back Monty. You punted him for a reason. Exactly, very true. Don't double dip. Um, don't back back. But to get to our Cowboys, um, all this talk about, oh, McCarthy, but if he has an embarrassing loss, which we know is – very much in the cards with him, especially going against his old team. But if if they do get rid of him, I think the move has to be you have to make uh, you have to make uh, the defensive coordinator. You got to make him the uh, the head coach. I, I think that's what you have to do. No doubt about it. Impossible. Um, and I say but, that because McCarthy this year with Dak, they're not breaking those guys up. They got what they wanted. The whole thing about McCarthy coming from Green Bay was that he was a play caller, and the whole narrative was. Well, he inherited Kellen Moore, who was calling the Very plays. True. You can't move on from Mike McCarthy until you see what he's like as a play caller. In his first year calling plays, really Dak calling the plays, Dak making the checks at the line, Dak being the orchestrator, they had a lot of success. Dan Quinn is getting requested by everyone. All the trash teams that fired their coaches today, uh, I've seen the Carolina Panthers, the Commanders, they're all requesting to interview Dan Quinn, as they should be. Absolutely, and and you know, but hey, we can just hope for the best. You know, it's it's been a while. We got possibly at least why two not us games? Why not us? But still, at the end of the day, got to go beat San Francisco. So sure, we'll see. Can't wait for that game. Thanks for the call, Zig. I'm not. I, I want the smoke. I'm not ducking the smoke. To be the best, you got to beat the best. We know the NFC is going to run through the number one seed. Go fold Brock Purdy up again, and you go to the Super Bowl. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. It's nowhere near Friday. But we are near Tuesday. KM to AM. Let's wrap this up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. I got five calls. I don't even think I have five minutes. Let's try and get to all of them. On your market, set, go. Frank is in Baldwin, New York. Frank, you're on the fan. Kevin, just love listening to you, especially when you're not feeling well and you got the Odyssey app under the covers. I got you. Oh, that's not a good way to start. Matt in Long Island. I didn't hang up on you, Frank. My name is Keith. I just put you on hold. Matt is on Long Island. Matt, you go. Hey, Keith, thanks for taking my call. How are you? There we go. I, I, it's all good. My entire life I've gotten Kevin, yeah, Penny, yeah. just K-E-I-T-H. Yeah, listen, NFL playoffs, here we are. I mean, I can't wait for it. Even flew by. But, listen, 
it's going to be good. I just want to bring up the Dolphins and Bill game yesterday because, you know, it interests me. Listen, yeah. I think the Dolphins totally choked that. I mean, the Bills gave him every right to get in this game. I'm an interception. Josh Allen, left and right. Josh Allen, anytime I mean, interception. Josh Allen, a turnover machine. Tried listen, to give it away. I think the Dolphins, they proved they're the fraud this year. I'm sorry. I mean, like, I say they're a good team, but you just can't come up big when it matters. You had the division. I mean, listen, and right now, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Do what? I honestly think they could really beat Kansas City, maybe in crazy talking. Have they even impressed anyone? But I don't know what could happen in this playoff. It's going to be a good one. A ton of injuries. They didn't have Jalen Waddle. They didn't have uh, Bradley Chubb. Uh, Jalen Phillips went down. Xavier uh, Howard went down. It's a war of attrition. It's survival just, of the healthiest. Yeah, go ahead. Which to the NFC, too. The NFC playoffs are going to be good. I think the Cowboys, I think Eagles are going to be one and done. Listen, I think the Cowboys, I, I really think they could do something this year. I think at, at Jerry World, you're a dangerous team. I know you got to go on the road, but listen, I really think you could sweep by Green Bay. Yeah, I'm ready Detroit. to be heard again. I'm, I'm ready to be heard again. Thanks no, but, for the call, <laughs> Matt. Jim Stratford, you're on the hey, fan, what up, Jim. Keith? What up? How's it going? Great. So I, I find it funny that a lot of times callers make a comment, and they're like, I want to hear your response. And then you respond, and then after you respond, they just they just go, so Winkendale, da 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 da. It just jumped to like something totally different. Because like, it's like you, I want to hear your response, but I've already made up my mind. In your opinion, and your thoughts are not going to sway me. But I just want to hear what you got to say. Anyway. I, I almost feel like they're wait, they're just thinking about the next thing they want um, to say. You're and wrong, but since I called saying. in your show and I'm on, um, yeah, go ahead and tell me what you think. Yeah, it's funny, but um, the, the other thing I was thinking about is, is uh, with with Hackett, and I was thinking about um, Rogers and Hackett, like their buddies or whatever. And like Hack was making all these bad calls and and, and not changing, uh, not the, adapting the, the offense, yes, not not exactly. figuring out that Brees Hall is Brees Hall, even right. though we've seen him practice from August on. Yep. And whoever the quarterback was didn't matter. He wasn't he wasn't you know changing the plays to to suit the quarterback. And so if Rodgers is so much in Hackett's ear, apparently he had no influence or or wasn't. Um, you know, giving any advice? Yeah, no. To him. You saw Aaron Rodgers shaking his head on the sideline a lot. He had the headset he on. Okay, <laughs> he could hear what was going on. Okay, okay. So was he trying to, to influence Hackett, and Hackett just didn't he have it? I'm sure there was some influence there. That's why he did eventually adapt and change. But in the okay. beginning, we all heard that audio that first night. I'm not changing. You, know, you tried to challenge Zach Wilson to step up. Yeah. How'd that oh, go? okay. Yeah, I miss that. So I, I was thinking maybe Rodgers just didn't care. He's like, whatever. I'm just waiting for my. No, turn. of course that's all the Jet fan talks about is how much he cares, how much he showed up, how much he did for them, even though he couldn't play. He got hurt, but he was here. Right. He wouldn't. You didn't see him. He was. He was. Oh here. no! Yeah, I wasn't sure if he was just being a cheerleader and not really giving. No, any he was advice. being an attention. You know what? Because he's always got to be the well, center yeah. of attention. Right. Thanks for the call, Jim. E. Frank out in his story on the fan next. Go, E. Frank. Oh, yeah, all right. Uh, Happy New Year, Keith. Uh, we're still uh, well second week of second week of the year. year. You at the it's it's okay. Yes, we can still Happy New Year. I guess. Yeah, uh, you know I can't stand what's going on in the NFL right now with this debacle and all these teams in it crunched up uh, in the playoffs, the AFC North. Excuse me, the AFC South. Uh, you know, NFC East. It's all like terrible. And Bill Belichick, who's a, a well-seasoned uh, head coach, he's been in for years in New England, 24, I guess. He actually says that he wants to continue under his contract and continue playing football for New England. And he still wants to play football wherever they, he decides to go. So 
I, I feel bad that Bill Belichick feels that way because Don't feel he's bad, a, an old lion from the past that doesn't want to to leave, like uh, Tony Larusa. I understand in Major League Baseball, Tony Larusa's issue. Change but is constant. The ship has sailed. Bill needed Tom Brady. Dennis on Long Island, you're on the fan. Yo, Keith, how are you, man? Yo, what up, what up? Yo, yeah. I got something just for you, bro. Yo, when, uh, when uh, Jim Harbaugh was leaving the field before, he, uh, so a reporter went up to him and, and, and said to him, Jim Harbaugh, you just won the national championship. What, what are you going to do now? And he said his response was, I'm going to Jerry World. Just for you, Keith. Did he really Keith say Black? that? He didn't say Saturday that. Saturday night, brother. He didn't say that. Stop. Hey, listen, first off, I can't play the audio in here because I'm live on air. So don't play games with me like that. Did he say that? He wouldn't say that. That's not even funny. That's just a like, I just for you, Keith, because you're a Dallas fan. I'm going to Jerry. They're not going to hire him. That's not a good joke. I do think he's going to the NFL. I think that. It, you would have been better off saying I'm going to Disney World. You would have been better off saying I'm going to the NFL. That would have hit different. All right. Last call of the night comes right back around to Fred in Baldwin, New York. Go for it, Fred. That's Frank. Keith, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? <laughs> I know it's Frank. That was a joke. Okay. Now we're even now. Sorry. Yeah, we're good. Um, so the Mets, you know, the Mets remind me of the movie Major League, where like you know you're calling up all these players. Hey, can you still uh, catch? And uh, you know we need a couple of pitchers. And I'm just not feeling the season. I'm usually I'm counting the days down, and so I'm not maybe it'll any have the opposite effect. Training. Maybe they'll be the next Arizona Diamondbacks. You're not thinking that they can do it, and they make a run at it. And I just, I just Steve Cohen thing. I, I'm, I just, I feel like it's going back to the Wilpons and. You know, I just think we were sold a bill of goods. Better for you to say it, because as soon as I started talking about it, oh, I don't understand why uh, Steve Cohen gets so much love, adulation, respect, and grace compared to the Will Ponds. People are like, well, Keith doesn't know the Mets history. Yeah, I don't want to know it, bro. I'm not Googling none of that. All I'm saying is Steve Cohen been here for a hot minute. You kiss his feet. There's a lot of riding going on. For what? For what exactly? You didn't get Yamamoto. <laughs> C-Max coming up next. That was fun. We're going to do this four more times this week. Shout out to everybody that called, everybody that tweeted, everybody on Instagram that shows me love. I love a hater too, so thank y'all as well. Stay tuned. Chris McMonagle on the fan. Be back tomorrow. I'm out of here. Bye. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.